Hello and welcome to Halloween Part Halloween Two. Halloween Part Two. I realised before. Can I just say yes. two things? There are two names I've forgotten. Quite very, very, very important names from the Pern list. From the Pern list, Roger Taylor from Queen. Well, yeah. And how did you forget him? I, I don't know. And secondly, Russell Grant. As important. <laughs> and Russell Grant is so funny. I can't tell you what he does, but it's very, very funny when you see it. He's he's brilliant. He's a lovely bloke and the nicest man ever. And I know it sounds really weird to say, but like so kind, it's weird. generous. He seems very nice. No, when I say weird. I'm saying like you know because everyone thinks of whatever. They no, think but yeah, nice. I know, I know what you mean. But it's not weird. He's so good in it, and and he, he I think he's one of the funniest bits in the whole series. When we wrote it, the idea of what he's doing in the thing. Me and Simon were just so... We are more happy with him than probably Roger Daltrey. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, but don't tell Roger... Roger okay, Rhys Thomas, I have found oh your entry on dirtybritishcomconfessions.tumblr. Okay. So this is the confessions that people have their thoughts, sexual thoughts about uh, Brit... By the way, don't get to take this badly, because I'm not even on the fucking thing. So you're doing better than me already by being on there. Right, let's find. Reese Thomas, you are between um, Reese James. I don't know who he that is. That was a shrug. He's probably with an R H Y S. Yeah, with an R H Y S. And below you is Rich Fulcher. Those right. are not images I want to hear. I love <laughs> Rich Fulcher. I don't want to see those images in my head. So Reese Thomas, we're clicking on Reese Thomas. Reese Thomas has one entry. Oh God! Is a picture of you from Bellamy's people. My balls out. Not no, just you sat on a, a, a mini. The uh, the quote is put across your eyes like it's like you're in Reader's Wives. Oh yeah. Okay, read it out. <clears throat> it's from anonymous. I mean, I, I don't know who it's from. Um, <laughs> I want to become great mates with Reese Thomas, <laughs> Bond over Queen, Doctor Who, and childhood TV shows, and then. One day, drunkenly fucking some dirty pub toilet. Now! Can I say... I think that that's a podcast fan. Can I say one thing? Want right? to, look, I want to become great mates with Reese. Bond over Queen, Doctor Who and childhood TV shows. I think that this is a podcast Can I say what's fan. interesting? They've also written in Trajan Pro. Which Now, I know this sounds weird, but if I was Sherlock... Yes. Okay, that's the, every single Queen album is written in, in Trajan Pro. That's well, the, that's that's the But that's done by the website, though. No, that's picked by them. No, no, because I think it's it's uh, they do it. It's style over. It's stylized by the website. Oh, really? So they get sent them. Do you want to see the one? I've not read the one for your wife. Okay, okay try it. You might have to read it out because I'd feel weird. It was fucking oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be. Weird. This is basically oddly. It's fun. Weird, the weird thing about <laughs> this. This is feminism and non-feminism. Is it was funny when I was doing it about you. Now it feels weird. Okay, let's have a look. Lucy. Let's just see if there's any other funny ones. Greg Proops. Uh, let's do that. Do Greg, let's Greg do Greg Proops. Um, I mean, fuck, he must be pleased. I mean, when... He does a very good podcast, Greg Proops. Just that's all it is. Greg, Greg Proops, get, get in. in. Okay. Oh, you know that we're doing a thing? Oh, Clive Anderson might be in this as well. Oh, another one to the list. You just keep adding to the list. You know the joke about the, with Clive Anderson is that... Um, Brian Pern goes on Clive Anderson. He's so boring. He's so boring that uh, Clive Anderson walks off set. (laughs) So, okay. Well, you'll have to read this one out. Lucy Montgomery's between Lou Sanders and Lucy Porter. There's one. You read it. 
I can't think. Of, I can't even think of anything I wouldn't do to Lucy Montgomery. Okay, we'll look up. Um, <laughs> look up uh, Pamela Stevenson. See if she's on here. Uh, oh, we Pamela, I love you. P. That's my impression. No, on here. No Pamela Stevenson. Well, there you weird, go. Weird, Peter you Capaldi's know. on there. What's he? Paulie McGlynn. Come on, let's see. Where's Paulie McGlynn? There, I love Peter Capaldi. Mrs. Doyle is exactly my cup of tea. Oh, these are quite sweet. Oh, these ones. are nice. They're not that bad. So I think that... Mine was quite rotten. I the filthy ones involve straight men being gaily rogered. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that are dirty. Quite nicely, the ladies are... Uh, uh, Phil Jupiter, should we have a look at Oh, what come on. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. I went to lunch with Phil Jupiter in Edinburgh. I've known him for a while... But it always catches me off guard. He, but but it always catches me off guard. How? Start again. You read it. Okay. Properly. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I went to lunch with Phil Jupiter in Edinburgh. I've known him a while, but it always catches me off guard how he smells better than any other person I've ever met. One whiff, and my brain turns to mush. Wow. As Simon Amstel wrote that. <laughs> Um, Richard Osman. <laughs> oh, he's he's one of the, he's he been is. arrested. Ah, I w- the first quote for Richard Osman is I want Richard Richard Osman. Oh no 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 no! Sorry, sorry sorry sorry! I'm sorry. Stop 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 oh, stop! He's got giant fingers. Can I stop? Can I just stop a second? Yes. Sorry. When I said when I said he's been arrested, I was talking about Mike. Ooh, I missed that. I missed that. Okay, I said. Is this libel? Let me no. I'll clear this right up right I now. I can stop and pause. No, I, I'll clear this up because okay. it's more important. Seriously, what did you say? I didn't hear what you said. I said he's been arrested. Who? Richard Osmond. It's, we're making it. Worse. I meant Mike Osmond, who has been arrested. Okay, fine. So I, Richard I'm sorry, Osmond is completely clear. He's completely clear. <laughs> he's po- he's a pointless answer. But Mike Osmond has been arrested, and I, I just saw Osmond's. But someone does. <laughs> I'd like to melt a Malteser bar, drizzle it over Richard Osmond, and lick it off. Mm. Okay. Oh, look, that's us. That's me, isn't it? No, it's Paul no, White. No, Paul White. You didn't want to award that, yeah. What's that oh, no, it's Pointless. It's from Pointless. It's Charlie, look. Anyway, anyway, so you get the gist. Should we do the questions? Um, but the ones about there's lots about um, David and Robert. Uh, David and Robert Webb that are very funny. Blame Corin for that. Have a look. It's dirty Britcomconfessions.tumblr.com. Okay, here we go. <laughs> or just um, Google, Google questions. It. Uh, questions to the. Fa- uh, this is like the mailbag. We've got a mailbag here. It's a Twitter mailbag. I, I mean, dig in, dig in. We've Ooh. got a dozens, dozens of um, well, half a dozen emails. Dating back months that we should look at. You, you know, you tend to read them out, don't you? I read them out. Um, These are my ones. Go back a little bit. These ones that you've got. Um, do you cut these bits out, or do you leave them going? No, I leave them going. Okay. Which ones are these? Are questions? These are these are these are questions to me here from the top. Oh, okay. Just a bit behind. I would say these people are a bit behind the times. I think you may have even written this to yourself. No. Uh, this is from Daniel McCole, the space between the Muck and the Cole. That's why I said it like that. Almost like he's called Daniel. Well, his Twitter name is the Dan Chapter. I like that name for a man. Yes, I do. He's got a really nice cup of tea or a coffee in his picture. Uh, Reese Thomas, OBE. Just found out there's not going to be a second series of Sirens. Mm. Why was this, and how do you feel about the decision? 
Okay, two things. First of all, why is this? No, I tell you why. The reason why people are asking these questions is because it's on Netflix all the time, right? Oh, okay. Oh, so they've only just found it. They just found it, right? And the answer is one: no, there won't be another series as as it stands, Mm -hmm. unless the control of Channel Four leaves. Because she, for whatever reason she had, which is fair enough from her point of view, she thought that um, that we shouldn't shouldn't do anymore. She doesn't like ambulances. It's just like Amber's. You know, you know, you know, do you know what happened was? Originally, Sirens, I've never said this before, originally Sirens was called Naked Apes. Naked based on the blog? Based on the blog. And the idea stroke being book. like, yeah, stroke book. And then also, also slightly like a play on words on Naked Ape, the uh, Desmond yeah. Morris thing. And then so they all said, we can't, oh, Naked Ape, what does it mean? Can we call it something else? Someone yeah. at Channel 4 said, can we call it Nino? Right? And all of us going, Nino? We were, we were sitting there, we were making this I whole remember, series. I remember when you first told me it was now going to be called Sirens, and I made a joke, I don't know if it actually happened or not, that I bet that they turned the eye in Sirens into a flashing light. Did they do that? I can't remember. Yeah, well, they, they did. did a bit, didn't they? And also, what can happened there was... Can they? Well, and uh, Nino, I remember thinking, this is not on CBeebies, it's on fucking <laughs> Bit Channel Nino's 4. Nino's not good. And I'm sorry to Richard Madden for everything. Carry on. No, uh, have you got another question there? Because I'm going to open up. I'm going to uh, just found out there's not going to be another another Simon's question. It's the same one twice. In light of my excitement of seeing Alexis say Tour again, this is from John Charles, yes. uh, Charles John. Uh, in light of my excitement of seeing Alexis say Tour again tomorrow, who would you like to be resurrected, dead or alive? That's a good one. Well, this is, uh, good Halloween question. Presumably comedy based. Let's stick with for now. Stick with comedy. I would say resurrected. Um, <clears throat> well, do you know what I like? No, we've already talked about resurrecting Felix for tonight. To that would be nice. Tunes in. They're slightly too personal. Yeah, I would say someone older, someone from uh, more in the past, maybe. I'd love it. Who? Chaplin. Chaplin. I've got I a fucking love to meet Chaplin. He's a story. I mean, I, I'm not a massive Chaplin. Can I tell you a story? You know what? Fuck it. No. Um, no, I'd go with Laurel Tommy and Hardy. Cooper. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, I see Tommy Cooper. Uh, here's the thing. Um, Rick Wakeman told me a story the other day it's really funny he he, he said um, he, he, I uh, he goes I was living in Switzerland people Switz- at home Reese has been working <laughs> he was in Switzerland good story he was in Switzerland yes and a friend of his said oh, uh, um, he knew some bloke it was like a girl or a bloke called uh, whatever his name was very normal name like, just, terrible story just imagine his name was John John goes oh you, you, so basically so Rick Wakeman lived in, in, in Switzerland and and down the road was Queen's studio. In, uh, he was recording Summer with Ritz. Yes. He was recording with Yes. So yeah, down okay. the road was um, Mountain Studios, right? right? Where Queen recorded. David Bowie lived up the hill, and someone else lived around the corner. Wow. Anyway, so he was told, "Oh, my friend, uh, my mate's dad wants to meet you." So I'm going to meet his bloke's dad. Who is he? Fuck's sake! <laughs> it was Charlie Chaplin, ah. who lived in Switzerland. What year are we talking? We're talking like 17... se- late seventies. Right. He's in a wheelchair. And he met and he met Charlie Chaplin. That's a quite a good story. Um, good story. Next, the next <clears> question <throat> is from Mike Collin, Mikus Guitarus, Rainbow seventy four DVD before Crimbo. That's a Queen based question. How is it? Okay. Which means uh, I don't think so, but it has been made. What's the, for the people that don't know what that's all about? Rainbow. Like? Okay, basically, Rainbow seventy four is the first proper filmed Queen concert from before Bohemian Rhapsody. So around the time of. Um, Sheer Heart Attack 
one of their best concerts. And uh, it's been remastered, remixed, and done into proper stuff. And it's been on the shelf for a while. We're just trying to find the right time to release it, is the answer to that. Okay. I'm not involved in that one myself, but yes, it's coming out. How soon. many um, Queen DVDs have you been involved in? Ten. Ten? Yeah. Okay, no, I thought you were going to say like four. Mm. That's a lot. We've got to realise, yeah, here's the thing, guys, Queen fans out there, if you're, if you're there, some of you, we've got to realise that, that to get this, certain concerts never had um, their proper audio recorded or things right. were missing, blah, blah, blah. So you can't just release a concert and say, here's the concert. And also because they're perfectionists. Well, I mean, you could, but yeah, it would be shit. Yeah, but also they, they now know, basically because with uh, in terms of Live at the Rainbow, um, there were two nights recorded and... Um, you have to kind of do the best job and it would take more time and just, mm. it's not like oh, here's a concert let's mm. put it out you have to do a lot of stuff to it and make it sound good so that's the answer to that um, can I ask a question from here I've just managed to get on your computer I'm in the hub so um, let's, I'll get a question on first one Simon Tiberius Love where have you been we've, we've answered that we've answered I that. think thank you Simon Stone Love 77 he is um, uh, already taken 74 ooh you're recording a new one excellent thank you very much I hope you thank worth you it. Andy uh, already taken Darren Smith DS DS underscore thunder um, good to have the podcast back with it being Halloween yeah oh this is a good one Tidy. what are your favourite scary horror films uh, start brackets or TV shows end brackets question mark ok you want to go first um, I always think, well, I know mine, uh, it, we bonded over it when we were very young and we first both met, actually. I think it might be one of your favourites. Well, it's The Omen. Yeah. It's genuinely brilliant. Uh, it's, that's my film, without a doubt. For me, The Omen, mm-hmm. I was about, I remember being about eight and my mum and dad going away for a weekend for probably, ah. for sex. <laughs> probably sex. They'd go to, they'd go to um, not Battle Street, what is it called? Burnham on Crouch. They'd go... Yeah, pushing the boat out. That's the sex cabin. <laughs> That's like two towns over. Patia. <laughs> Patia. Um, New Orleans. Bangkok. Bangkok. Burnham on Crouch. They get a little room in Burnham on Crouch. Have a little yeah. bit, a bit, a sexy bit, town. A bit of sexy fun. And my brother, my older brother had gone off, had left home. And my next brother, uh, Justin, um, was my, would babysit me and right. he tried to he tried to scare the fuck out of me every oh, week that's his job and one night I remember on a, it was, a, it was a, fi- a Friday night and over three weekends they played the Omen films yeah I remember over, over what the age were you then do you think I would have been it, was, it must have been like 1988 I worked it out that it must, have, it must have been because they must have the Omen 3 must have been at the right point to show it on television pretty new yeah so that was the build up to it was, it was only ten years yeah. old at the time. So we watched the Omen, and I, I, he, he, he told me a story that you know the devil, the devil was a dog, in a cave or something like this, right? I mean, yeah. what's he talking about? And it's a weird thing I don't understand with the Omen though. Is the idea in the Omen that, that Damien was born out of a jackal's vagina? Yeah, but is it that actually? Is that literal in the Omen? Did that actually happen? Well, the whole, that's what's so good about the Omen is that we, you believe it's real and yeah, it's not. Yeah. So yeah, I'm the same as you. The Omen for me, the Omen. I had a very similar experience with my first proper watching of the Omen, and it was on very late on ITV, as it always was. And I guess I was about eleven, 
It wasn't my first time I'd... No, I was 12. And it wasn't the first time I'd seen it, but I'd always watched it. It'd just been on. And it, it'd been like... There'd been other people around. And my dad went to bed and my mum went to bed. And I sat downstairs on my own. It was the first... It was a combo of the first time I'd really sat up in the lounge on my own all night, just watching a film on my own. I watched TV in my bedroom. And... Oh, and it was the fucking it. omen. But it's and it a, was terrifying. It, it's the music. It's the music yeah. that does it. And it was also, terrifying. Think about the omen is, it's a weird thing with the omen because I tell you what, the, thing is, the generation before us, okay, had, would have seen The Exorcist, at which point was banned, so you couldn't even watch it anymore. Yes. Which well, is we obviously, didn't see The Exorcist until we were 17. Yeah, all right, it was banned. And even then it was still it. banned, I think. I think you got a copy of it somewhere. I got a copy from America, yeah, from mm. on Laserdisc. And... Um, I mean, the thing about The Omen is is that, for me, why it's so good is because it's so real, and that's why Richard Donner was really good, because he can make, you know, like he can make Superman believable, he made the devil believable, even though it's ridiculous. The devil yeah. is just as ridiculous as, as Superman, yes, in a weird way. of course. The devil is General Zod, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. like a, it's like a it's, this is getting quite deep, isn't it? And quite no, clever. not that deep. You just said General Zod. It can't be that deep. <laughs> if, I, if I was Mark, come out. Have you, have you watched Super, the new Superman film? Mm. No, I haven't seen it. No, I haven't, no. Is it, can I watch I'm, it? I've never been a DC fan. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a Marvel comics fan. Now, comics are now the fucking future. Thor, uh-huh. I'm not... Kenneth Branagh, I love you, Kenneth. Why are you making Thor films? I like Thor. I like all of them. I'm anyway. not, I, I unapologetically like all of the Marvel universe. I'm not a big fan of Spider-Man so much. No, I mean, you mean it. It's the films ridiculous. I'm talking about. I love all of the comics. So, going back to the horror things, mm. uh, I remember when um, we had, uh, I saw the Halloween for the first time. Yes. Similar, which is yeah. absolutely... It's those two. Is. It's those two. So it's Halloween and Omen for me every time. And Exorcist maybe a bit. Scariest film of all time, though, is probably The Ring, the Japanese version. It's, it's so alien terrifying. to me. It's so alien that whole. It's a whole different you're saying culture. Japanese people are aliens. No, I'm saying, I'm saying the whole culture, the whole their whole style of filmmaking is so different to yeah. ours. It was there's, huge. There's no and cliches. At that point, that was a big influx of Japanese. Well, no one yeah. really thought of Jap- the Japanese. No one really thought of Asia and is horror. It, is it Japanese they thought or Chinese? Of it's Japanese. Japanese. Um, but they never. I mean, China, Japan, and Korea. No one really thought of them doing horror. It was always kung fu and that sort of uh, samurai and that sort of stuff. And then suddenly, in the sort of nineties, more maybe it's just a personal thing, but they suddenly some fucking amazing Terrible. thrillers and horrors came out of that part of the world. So they're gangster films as well, for that matter. Earlier than that, though, Watcher in the Woods, mm. which is a Disney film, the first Disney film to get a PG certificate. Well, kids' films on the whole. I mean, there's a few there. Well, God, I I put on Goonies the other day for yeah. my kids. And that's at the more beginning, Carol, though that's more what, no, uh, no, 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 no. But at the beginning, but when he's hanging himself, it's, yeah, not, it's not. It's yeah. a t- it, mate, that's a teenager that's not, film. Yeah, that's not horror. Though. No, that's, it's not horror. But it's it, yeah, it's Jeopardy. So it's for you. So you're saying the Omen. I'm saying the Omen. Omen, definitely. Okay, next question. Uh, a, and TV as well. As we said, oh, TV. Yeah, all well, of the ghost stories for Christmas. Yeah, that's the one. I was not all say. of them, but most of them. Are Certainly, uh, the Signalman and Whistleblower. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. And they're now on DVD. And Simon Day very kindly bought them for me because he feels guilty mm. of the fact that he's not. Now that's a bit annoying because I've got a DVD. Just mumble, mumble label. Um, I've got the DVD of that. The five, six box set. Yes, the six disc. How did you pay for it? I bought it. Well, there's a seven one, or is it? And I've got a five, and there's a six. What's the difference? Um. There's an extra one. There's a few extra. The newer ones that were made BBC Four. There's newer one. There's newer ones on my one. I don't know then. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know what I've got. Our friend Miles Facebooked me. Took time out of his day to Facebook me saying, "I'm getting this." 
for Christmas, and I said, I've already, I've got, what's the difference? Anyway, anyone knows the difference, email us at um, our email address. I can't remember it. It's on ah. the website. Um, okay, let's have another question. Spooky Ghost Type B, Will Mill 82. He's changed his name for uh, Halloween. Hello, Will Mill. And he's an old uh, fan. Can you cook oven chips in a George Foreman grill? No. No, I don't no, think you can't, can. you can't, no. You can grill some of them sometimes. I suppose when George Foreman dies, is he is he only be famous for, for a certain generation, he'll be famous for grills. Yeah. I yeah. mean, really for our generation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know, we, we know he's a boxer, but, you know. <laughs> Next. I didn't watch him box. Thanks, Will. Mill. Uh, is there a worst, f- this is from, sorry, Chris WYC, um... Is there a worse first world problem, hashtagged, than all the people moaning new Twitter newsfeed forces you to look at pics? I don't know what that means. No, next. I no, probably not. They're probably whinging about nothing. Thanks, Chris. Though I know what the, I get. I know what he's getting at. But I when Facebook changes slightly, then all the Facebook feed well, is just going to be. Oh, Facebook's changed. And you, oh, well, get the, over it. Also, it's the free. Whole, the whole Apple changes rubbish. I can't. I, I yes, can't work it. Yes, you pay for that. That you can complain about. You don't pay for Twitter or Facebook. Why are you complaining about it? You know, all, all they're doing is siphoning off all of your information to sell you shit anyway. Let's crack and on the screen. Look at that. It's the, your, your computer is fucked. Apple, give me a new computer. Thank you. Uh, we've been retweeted. 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 Okay. Captain Fandango. Fandango ta- Captain. At Fandango Captain says, Who is the best double act of these? Morecambe and Corbett, <laughs> Reeves and Wise, it's a joke, uh, Hale and Barker, Mortimer and French, or Little and Deck? Oh, that's... Uh, it's quite a good... Actually, say, a weirdly good question. Can I I'd say... I'd go, weirdly, for Hale and Barker. <laughs> I'd go for Hale and Barker, that's too. That's not a bad combo. Interesting. Reeves and Wise would be good, but Wise would get a bit cross with Reeves. Can I say to Captain Van Dango... Morecambe and Corbett what, would be That is one next. of the best questions I've ever heard. Morecambe and Corbett... Oh, no, I don't know, Corbett would... They'd all be pretty good. Morecambe and Corbett would be fine. I'm going to read it again, because I flippantly thought he was just... A, who is the best double act out of these? Morecambe and Corbett, Reeves and Wise, Hale and Barker, Mortimer and French, or Little and Dick? Mortimer and French would be too much. They'd both be trying to do. The I think too also, much. also um, Reeves and Wise is too similar to Re- to Morecambe and Morecambe Wise. Wise. Yeah, I'll go for Hale and Barker. <clears throat> I would love to see why Ernie Wise react to some of the things that Vic does. <clears throat> Can you imagine when Jim does like some of his things? What Ernie Wise would do? I think Hale and Barker. Me too. That's yeah, the answer. Perfect. Any more questions? Well, no, but if I can get it open, you got I've got, there's those on the old email address that go back for months that, because we rudely haven't answered them. <laughs> We're both a bit drunk. Listen, I've got a carafe, right? Guys and girls at home, if you get a carafe, it's better than a glass of water. Aerates. Get your boozy. It's boozy. amazing stuff. Tomorrow, I've got a big production meeting. Right, it's yes. work. It's work-based talk. No, here. this is not what we want. We, people, please watch uh, Life of What with Brian Perrin. And can I say right now up front, <coughs> I wrote more on, than Reece? Simon Day. What? When's it going to be on? January. I wrote more than Simon Day. <laughs> Joking. Simon is, a, is one of the funniest people ever. He in the is world. genuinely. He's so brilliant. funny. Oh my god, he's so funny. Please oh. like it. Jules Holland was so nice. But here is that. 
this year, the heroes are getting drunk and drunk every throw. You know what I mean? Why does he? Why? It's really confusing. I think you should pause oh, it. Pause it. No, we're not pausing it. It's good. We're fine. I don't want to sign in as Reese Thomas. Now, what are you doing? I don't want to sign. Oh in as my Reece god! Thomas. Here's my thing. Okay, here's my thing. Right. I got a thing about annoyance. Yes. Yes. How long did it take you to put a Blu-ray in a fucking player oh. to play? Fuck, Blu-ray's bullshit. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm watching Blu-ray. Oh. What's, are you, so, okay, where, add, where, add where have you gone? Through. It's right, fine. Well, we've, we've both got a similar My, haircut, um, haven't we? Yeah. Short around the sides. Short back at the sides. With a, a floppy top. Um... Blu-ray in a PlayStation 3 can fuck off on occasions. This is my one. You put Blu-ray in a fucking player, 20 minutes. It's not that long. It must be fine. Feels like it though, doesn't it? It's like so long. Fucking Apple TV, guys. Do the bizzo. I don't have Apple TV. Do you have uh, Barclays Banking on your phone so you can see what money you've got in your account? I don't. I'm, I'm with NatWest. And I've never managed to get that app to work. Are you in credit or are you over credit? Are you in, are you in your overdraft? Uh, on and off, but I have savings for tax. Oh, so I have nothing. So that's all there. So there's a big chunk there. I don't do that. I'm in and out of my overdraft all the time. Guys, at home, daddy here. <laughs> daddy. Daddy here is in serious shit. Oh, fuck tax. RG14, fault. What does that mean? What does that mean? What did you say? Do you hate an Oyster card that doesn't work? I've got a thousand pounds. You're all over the place. What are you talking I've got, about? I've got a thousand pounds on an Oyster card. You've got a thousand pounds on an Oyster card. <laughs> yeah. I thought, well, I'm going to sign my money <laughs> as a tax break. What's this on the screen? I, I Go si- away. I, I ciphered my money through a tax box. <laughs> tax box. What are you talking about? I said it on my... I, I, like Jimmy... Jimmy Carr puts his money to whatever. <laughs> I put all my money to into Oyster. Because I think travel's the future. investment. Now, I put enough money to my travel, into my Oyster card <laughs> that I can go to the moon with fucking Richard Branson. Imagine getting an Oyster card and going, bomb, moon, thanks. Great. Ten years That's time, my friend. Ten years time. Okay, right. Contact Okay, us. stop. Okay. Now... I'm trying to work out which one. Let me just quickly check, because I think some of these we've answered before. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> it won't take long. Oh, so it was April 22nd. Hey! Okay. Right there, window so there, some of these were after. Oh, we did that. We did some that. We did some that. Carafe. Are you out for beer, Tone? I'm good. <laughs> okay, uh, let me oh, just look. see. He made me spill. Keep talking. They can't. They don't want to hear you looking I, on the well, internet. I'm not scared of dead air. It doesn't doesn't worry me. Hey, listen. We're not on XFM now. Okay, well, this is one that we've not answered before. Um, this is from. I won't give out our email address. Her name is Helen Rice. Oh, hi, she, Helen. She wrote us this email in on the 20th of April. Right. So. Hopefully you're listening still. You might be dead by now. Oh, don't say that. Well, she was. Well, she wouldn't know, would she? Um, first question. She's written three questions. First question, sensible question in brackets, she said. If you could have any... If you could have had any role on telly from the past ten years, what would it be? Brackets. There's a, there's a caveat here. It could be any role at all, but please talk about... This is quite bossy. 
It could be any role at all, but please talk about why you would have loved to do it and what, if anything, you would have done differently than whoever did play it. Reese. Okay. So any role on telly from the past 10 years, what would it be? Why and how and what would you have done differently? Luther. <laughs> yes. And I would have been white. Perfect. I would say... Um, <laughs> Wallander. Wallander. You, and you'd been black. Uh, second question. That's the answer. Um, I know. I would have been Doctor Who. Oh. And, and what I, would you have done differently? I can't do... Well, I love him. He's brilliant. Well, you've just done the same. I've done the same as Matt Smith. Actually, you can answer. What are you doing? Get away from there. The thing is, it's hard to... Because anything that, that you would answer this question with would be something that you liked because you would have wanted to do it. So yeah, probably you wouldn't want to change anything. Oh, hang on a minute. Well, therefore, you'd say I'd be Poirot. Oh, I'd give, I'd give Poirot a go. And if I was... Uh, <laughs> if I was Poirot, I'd go... Monsieur, I, I, uh, good afternoon, my friend. No, hello, hello, am, hello. No, you're not Poirot. I am Poirot. <laughs> you no. And you'd say... Uh, what's the, what's the, what's what the thing? is this? Uh, where's my? Good, would you? I love to see. I would Why love. I would love to see. Even though it's the wrong country, I'd love to see David Suchet say "Good morning." <laughs> As Poirot speaks French. Next, <laughs> uh, she has another question. Second question. Weird question in brackets. Why, why are we not on panel shows? If you had, because we want to be on a panel show. I don't want to be a panel If show. you had to choose between I banter, if oh. you had to choose between A, having no fingernails, or B, having normal fingernails, but an extra nail could grow out of any part of your body at any time. Oh, it's a good question. Any time. Sorry, it's a good question. Which would question. you choose? Brackets, she's bossy again. <laughs> the extra nail will only grow to normal fingernail size and it will drop out after a couple of months. It's a man it could be replaced by another nail at any point, but you will only ever have one extra nail at a time. Who wrote this? And then there's a asterisk and a note at the bottom for this question. I can't decide about this one. At first I thought I'd choose an option A. Adoption because the idea of an extra fingernail is gross. Then I remembered how much I like painting my nails and how much nail polish I own and what a waste it would be to chuck it away. That's her. That's a personal opinion. I would have the extra. I don't have my penis. Nail. I'd have the extra nail. On your where? No, on your finger. And then where? So you can either have no fingernails or all your perfectly normal fingernails, oh, uh, but an extra one somewhere. I'm not going to live with no fingernails. That's I like that fingernails doesn't bear contemplating. No. But if Trapped I had fingers indoors and stuff, I mean, it's bad enough with fingernails. Imagine having a peni with a big fingernail on the end of the bum. Fingernail on the end, <laughs> like a ogre's thumb. Oh, it's awful! It's, it's, that's like that is like really wrong. Well, don't have it there. She, you can choose where you want it. She's gone all wrong there. You can. Cho- uh, you said it, that though. She yeah, but that's that. what she means, isn't it? No, she, you can choose where you want it. I'd say at the bottom of my earlobe, but it would just Why? look like an earring. Oh, no, but not, there's no use in it, is it? But then, then you go like this. Try and open a can of uh, a can of worms or a can of tins. Yeah, but I, I'm keeping the fingernails. No, you said you can't have the fingernails. No, you can either have no fingernails or perfectly normal fingernails, but an extra one somewhere on your body. You choose where. So you get to keep your fingernails and then get an extra one. I don't understand what this means. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. Where do you want an extra fingernail? You've got to have one. You're not having no fingernails. You're having your fingernails. Uh, so you've got to have an extra one. They're guaranteed. They're guaranteed, but you've got, because they're guaranteed, your part of the bargain is you've got to have an extra fingernail somewhere. You choose where. 
It will only go to normal fingernail size and will drop out. Well, but it's not, but that normal, it's a, hang on, can I say, it's a question it's, here. It's, it's, a, it's no, a complicated she, question. No, she's talking about normal fingernail size. Size, size yes. But I'm saying normal, if you left your fingernails growing long, they'll go long, long, long. Okay? But you could trim it. But what's normal size? Well, whatever you, you keep your fingernails to, I guess. However long you want it to be, because you can trim it, can't you? Where do you want it, Reese? Where do you want your fingernail? <laughs> it's really hard. It's just, this is. I'm really it's not that hard. I said ear earlobe. But there's no, there's no use for it. It's weird. No, but it doesn't need to have. I mean, to be honest, I don't need a fingernail anywhere. I don't need one. I'm just choosing somewhere because I want to keep the rest of them. Head. Whereabouts? Top. Top. Like a horn. Yeah. Because if Good. I if I go into a fight, it's a feature. I'd I'd. No. But it's a bit. That's like a freak. I don't. You don't want. You don't. I, want I don't want. I don't want. I don't want one. I don't want one. I don't want one. Um, number because she's got another question. Oh God. Brackets nosy question. What hobbies do you have outside work? I like gardening, eating, and drinking real ale. Yeah. She's given us a bit of information about thank but you. But drinking is not really a hobby, is it? It's, that's that's basically. Uh, like, drinking real ale is a hobby. Really. If you get into it, I know we we know a good few real ale fans. Um, and they, it is a hobby, without a doubt. Because they'll go, they'll find a pub, a specific pub that has a specific ale on, and they'll just drink a pint of it, and that's it. They're done. That's they bread watching, bread watching, bread sculpting. But no, actually watching bread being formed. The it? TV show by Carla Lane. I'd love to watch that being formed. Where's my pudding? <laughs> Carry on. We wrote a sketch once that was called Inbred. Thank you for your questions. You've broken Reese with your questions. What's the next one? Um, there are more. Okay. This is from Adam Molewski. Sorry if I've pronounced that wrong. Hi, Reese and Tony. What has been your favourite era of Alan Partridge? And do either of you have any inside info on the upcoming film? Wow, this is going back a while. Well, no, the film's out. I have seen the Too film. Late. If you're not, it's good. Um, uh, what's your favourite era, though? Definitely um, the the first sitcom series. I am Alan Partridge. First Nin- series, ninety-seven. I'd agree. And can I say I'd also, agree with that combined with the book. Oh, the, the book's the, so the, funny. The audio book. Well, can I, I say mean, it's a renaissance? Guys, 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 can I get into a little uh, kind of like a like a weird kind of sort of like <laughs> exclusive? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> so basically, <Stop. laughs> but so here's the thing. Years ago, when I was at the BBC, yes, as a runner on Shooting Stars, yes, no, I, no, I was making things. I was in the fast I think show. That we've talked about this before. Yeah, but that's now, the, the footage I film is now going to be on this new. Thing. Oh, is it? You're yes. So basically, at what's Chris- the new thing? What's the new thing? So at Chris- is it are you allowed to say? Um, There's yeah. a new thing. That might be enough. That is exciting. No, basically, uh, basically at uh, BBC is is the 50th anniversary of BBC next year. Right. They're having a whole oh, big you show might not about be able this. to say what this is. That's fine. You sure? You're giving away surprise. It's not that you probably can't say, it, but you are giving away surprises 
that people might want to keep a surprise. Okay, I word it in this. I word it in a certain way. I mean, everyone on here knows what you're talking about. It's footage you I filmed recorded behind the scenes yes, of yes, uh, when you were yes. recording the when you were filming the fast show. I'm Alan Partridge was recording next door, and you shot some stuff yes. of rehearsals, which no one's ever seen before. And, and uh, with Chris Morris and and Alan Partridge. Yes, and basically the idea is uh, that that probably seen for the first time mm. on this documentary. Mm. And Brilliant. Can I just say? I didn't charge him any money for it because I'm a fan. And you probably shouldn't have recorded it in the first place. I don't think it's yours to charge money for. I think you Poss- probably possibly. legally recorded it in the first place. But now they're happy Possib- for that. Possibly. So all of you pirates out there, this is the thing. You're the people they will come back to in the end. When it's lost, because it will happen again. They wiped all of those TV shows back in the, in the day at the BBC... It, something like that will happen again because people are fucking idiots. Can Companies are idiots and they'll wipe every MP3 or something. Don't worry. Will listen, listen we found a. It's it, good that you are recording. There's a bit I did, I did. Anyone out there who's got any footage of Kate Bush and Noel Edmonds, please send it to us. <laughs> You're desperate. Carry also, on. there's. Um, do you want to put out an appeal? Have you we found out the name of the band you were looking for? Yes, no one knows it. No. So maybe put Him- your appeal out here. Himalaya. Is the name of the song or the band? I don't know. One or the other, and, and only Glynn's the one who. There's knows. a you on go to Reese's YouTube channel. There are you footage of a, a, a band. We read the question now. I go for a week. Oh well, there's footage. Of, I'll, I'll explain this. Okay, on Reese's YouTube channel, there's footage of a band. It's his most late, recent video, um, and it's a band that we watched on the Performance Channel, which I don't think even exists anymore on Sky Television, in the nineties. And Reese needs to find out the name of that band and that song, if you know it to get some of that footage to use in a television programme. So if you um, know, if you look, watch it and you know who it is, contact us here or, or just contact Reese on Twitter, it's probably easier. And then they can find it and they can buy the footage and they can use it and it will be hilarious. Um, let's have a look at some more questions. I've got a uh, email here from Mr. Zhang Yong. Um, okay, here's a question for you. Oh no, it doesn't. It just says, okay. It's from Mr. Zhang Yong, and it says, I have a proposal for you. Permit me to explain. And then that's it. There's no more. Next one. Um, okay. Okay, so we've got an email. This is really old as well. It's from James Bartman, our friend. Oh. He emailed last time, if I remember rightly. And he, he thanks us for answering his question. He calls it an unamusing question. I don't know if we said it was unamusing. Um, he says, thanks for that. Now he's got a proper question. Which part or parts have you auditioned for and missed out on that you really wish you'd been able to do? That's a tricky one. Say it again. Been, Say it again. So, which parts or parts have you auditioned for and missed out on that you really wished you had been able to do? None. I've 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 been for parts that I. Mm. Did you did you what, what did you want me? Sorry, I forgot. I was. You have that one. Yeah, you have that one. I have it. I have another one. Um, um, I have been up for a couple of things, and there's a couple of things I I want to say them because I, they're things things that I don't get full stop. I don't worry about. But things that I got or hey. I've been asked to do that I can't do, 
I know that someone else has got those and they've normally done a good job, so I wouldn't ever bring them. I don't want to bring okay, them up. Okay, for, for example... You went up for, like, Mad Max years ago. Oh, ridiculously. It's now Tom Hardy doing it. No, but, but would you have... Do you wish you could have been Mad Max? Or do you think, no, I'm not right? Of course it, I'm not right. It's silly that I've seen Silly, silly completely silly. But, uh, and then also... Just to um, let you know, I think you could have done it. I'll drive this anchor. Oh, Mix! Max, Max, Max. No, you be mad, Max. I'll be. Shut up. Where's oh, the eyes? The Where's the eyes of this guy? Where's oh, the eyes of this guy? Oh, you need to go to Thunderdome, Max. Shut up. Where's the eyes in the guy? The eyes are gone. Where's the eyes in the guy? Is that all you say? Hey, shut up. <laughs> My wife uh, died. Oh, Tina Turner's coming. How can you? How can you? Can I say? How can it be a prequel to Mad Max? It's not a prequel, it's an... Uh, an oh, it's oh, a reboot. It's a reboot. It's a Wellington. I believe. But, um, I don't think there is any. Um, uh, you can't um, look back, James. You can't, Ro- Roma's, you can't... Em- Roma's Empire. You, did you go for that? I no, like Roma's to... Empire, actually. I really like that. They asked me to do it, and I said, no, then Matt Holm got it. Well, there you go. He's done very well for himself. If I really had done it, um, maybe I made a mistake. Oh, uh, in... uh, can I say, I'm very, very fussy. Can I say, I your radio shows... I mean, in an hour's time is on. Yeah, but this is not going to be on now. No, no, I'm just saying. With Matt Horn. Uh, for me, can I say for me, for me, for me, for me, Yes. I'm very fussy and I turn things down. I was, I was going to be the sun. Hang about, you're saying that like I don't. What? You're saying that like I don't turn things down. No, I'm not saying I that. I don't. No, 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 no. But it's no. true, it's true, I don't. But no, I, 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 you got to be so careful. No, you do. I'm not careful. I'm careful. You're more about what you don't do than what you do do, is what it says in acting. I was offered an advert recently. Oh, God. For... They offered me £30,000. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. And it was online and it would have been barely seen. And I was in another country when they filmed it. And I really, really wanted to do it. Here's the, cra- here's the case. Here's but the case. that's what always happens to me with adverts. I think people... This man here, this man here had a, an advert and he didn't have a passport and he lost out on yeah. the grand. So I think that I'm destined to be pure from advertising. Just by accident. You can't avoid being embarrassed. I'm not like that. I'm not... I've never not wanted to do an advert, but for some reason, I'm kept out of them by yeah. accident. Can I say the other thing? Also, I'm not one of those people who goes, I want to do an advert about that person or that person, because I donated... I did an advert recently for something, and I donated all my money to charity. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> I think you just made that up. <laughs> right, he's got another question. Okay. Um... This doesn't matter, is it? Okay. Uh, your podcast is very drink fueled, and as you know, I don't really like alcohol, <laughs> apart from fizzy cider. That's true, and the blandest of the white wines. Yes. Can you talk us through? So I was <laughs> working with. Um, What's the blandest of the white wines? I was working wines? with James today, and now I'm getting. Is a, him again? I'm getting a question from him from April. <laughs> it's quite strange. Um, uh, can you talk us through some of your favourite drinks, including the ones you're enjoying right now? Okay, that's good. This is the first part of this question. So, we'll so drinks I enjoy. Tony's is on the red stripe. Recently, love lager. Love lager. He loves a lager. He's not a wine fan, are you? Only yeah, like, I like wine. No, uh, only white my wine. Go to drink. No, I like red wine too. I quite like. I think we've spoken about this before. I have anyway. I quite like the Spanish style of iced red wine. Yes, I love uh, cool. a lovely red wine over dinner is the best. Yeah, I don't mind it. And but it makes your teeth go stained. It gives me a bit of a headache as well. 
Yeah, well, I've had beer and wine tonight, and you was just like beer. But they, 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 these guys, these guys here, you're you're, you're sucking on yeah. these fizzy pops. These guys, he's sucking on these red stripes. Heavy, what? heavy guy, heavy guys. They're not heavy guys. Gu- they're heavy you, guys. I would say the heavy. Gu- you saying these are heavy guys? They're heavy guys. By saying your guys, your stouts, your bitters. Can, start, can I start? Can I start slagging people off now? At this level? no, don't slag anyone. Right, okay. You've been done very well to not. And you've got part two to this question. So why you like a wine? I like a beer. I like a lovely red wine. Yeah. For fuck's sake, you know, proper in a carafe, not. No, it has to be in a carafe. But light. Part two of this question is: no. uh, Are you worried if you stop drinking this podcast, like Anthony Hopkins, will become boring? Number one. Okay. Uh, two th- okay. Have well, we done it sober? Wait, we have done so, it sober. So, sorry. We should do one sober one time with no drink. I think we have. Well, I've definitely done one sober because I felt ill once and I had just drank tea. I don't believe you've done right. it. Sir. I would say Antioch has not become boring. It's my old. point. He's got older. Also, yeah. he stopped drinking in 1978 or something like that. And his best films are like later He was that. boring from Get... 1978 onwards. No, he's not boring. He's <laughs> lovely. And I wanted to play my dad in my film. So, no. He's a bit old to play your dad, I'd say. He's 75. I say that's too old to play your dad. He's four years older than my dad. Is he? Your dad's 70. 71. 71. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I, I, to be honest, I thought Anthony Hopkins was in his 80s. My dad looks a lot younger than he is. He does. He's uh, a fit man. He never smoked, but I'm smoking now. But um, Don't tell the wife, because I'm my wife. I, I, I think we may have exhausted these old questions. I've got a question. We have got uh, just an email. We get lots of spam. Dear sir or madam, hope you have a nice... Hope you got... Okay, I'll read this as... I'll read this verbatim. This is from Monica at lapelpins dot cre- uh, slash create dot com. Dear sir or madam, hope you have got a nice weekend. Yeah, we well. are a factory which was established in 2005, specialising in badge, lapel pin and challenge coins. <laughs> For further information, you may visit our website. Trust some of the items will be interesting to you. I'm sorry, what is a, what is a challenge coin? <laughs> Look it up. I think it's a coin that you, when you get it out, it goes, Tony, Be, what are you doing in your life? <laughs> Buck up, you cunt. Sort it out. The f- oh. I think that's a challenge coin. It says all of that on the bottom. So guys, like, guys, listen, we're at the end of our guys now. We've done two 40 minutes. We've done lots. What, is it, what have we done? Oh, we've done, yeah. What, what happens now? I don't know. There was something else I'm sure we were going to do. I can't remember what it is now. We've both got too drunk. I can't log out of my... Of guys, here is... Um, guys. Guys. I can't believe what... I, I can't believe what... I need. I've got emails on my phone from... I've got emails from Rick Wakeman, mm-hmm. Roger Taylor, and Brian Murray on my email. Could you read out one of them? No, you can't do that. That would, that would be wrong. No, I can't. But they're nice. Why have you got Xanadu on your... Um, Ah, on your well, desktop. Lu- Lucy plays a character who's based on um, Olivia Newton John. No, no, based on uh, Zandra Rhodes. Oh, okay, and she's called Xanadu. She's got pink hair. She right. goes. I design all the costumes for these guys. Oh, I see. I, see. I slept with them all. Uh, yeah, that's why she's doing. Oh, well, we should just. Oh, say yeah. Is, what should what say we should is just what? say is Lou Reed uh, has passed away as well. We should just say. Ah, all I could say is this. Right, is this. I, I really, I'm really sorry about this. Nothing to do, with Lou Reed. 
personally. Yes. But I, I never really, I was never really into Velvet Underground. I'm a big, huge fan. Of well, that, so I cannot them. comment on that at all. Transformer was one of my favorite albums growing up. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really, I'm really sorry, but I, I, I understand. I'm sorry, you just didn't get no, into I, it. I, I really not, got into that. But oddly, I would say oddly because you quite got into Bowie. Um, I love Bowie. You love Queen. I would have thought that you would have liked a I, bit I, of I, I've new, been quite, In the last couple of days, I've said Bowie You'd love a lot. Transformer. The album. So Transformer. many people have said to me, "You would Bowie. adore it. You would adore Transformer. It's right up your alley. It's camp. Really? It's good. You'd like it." He, yeah, I, I think. It's such a perfect, perfect day, Dr. John. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit, I mean, I, I know it was his only British number one, that version of that song. I get, get a little bit annoyed, they keep shouting, because that was basically a BBC One promo. Before it was a, cha- a Children in Need charity thing, it was just a promo to advertise how good their channel was. It annoys me slightly that that's the thing they keep using. But Blueberry was not about that. It was no, 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 but before then it was, but no, that was, it was, it was, it was, it was fucking, um, you know, what's the film? The film with the guy. Um, train spotting. Yeah, but well, that's oh, much more. I, of hey, that. listen, listen, listen. Guys, guys, listen to this. You're uh, talking to a computer that we're not recording on. They're recording I, over here. I auditioned for um, Babylon, this new thing. What's Babylon? It's a new police thing with um, Sam and Jesse. Oh, like Babylon. And, like, and I was down to the last two. Like, like I was down to the last two on the Christmas guest. It's okay thing. for you to say to. Uh, yeah, it's fine. People. And uh, I suggested, because I'm so good, I'm so. I'm such a. Because I don't really care about acting, and, and and I'm not really an actor, I go into auditions. I go get this guy in. Right. And so I said, get this guy in. I'm not saying it was my no. They would have got this guy in anyway. Yeah. But the person in it. Who well, you in, saw the part, and you thought, well, I, this is this bloke should do it. This yes, and I and I said that. Yeah. I said, uh, so uh, there's a guy who did my pilot above their station. I said, get him in. He's so good, and he's in it now. And what no. I love about that, genuinely, I don't. I'm not genuinely bitter or nothing like that. No. Genuinely, he's in it now. And I'm he's so got pleased, the, He's the right person for the part. He's the right person for the part. It's really good. People should do that. I thought that. Did you? I didn't say it the other day, but I went out for a part the other day. I won't say what it is, but I instantly thought, I know who should do this part. It's not well, me, and I know I'm not going to get this part. Yeah, yeah. And it should be Richard Sandling. Yeah, and and he's got, got it. Yeah. So I said this. Guy, I told to, I told him that night. I saw him that so night. I, I went, you, "There's a part for you. Are you going well, in?" And he said, I, "Yes, so it's yours." So it's I worked with a guy called Andrew Brooke, who was in, uh, in uh, who was uh, in the phone shop. Before he did phone uh, shop, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was he was so good. He played a policeman in yeah. uh, above their station, and I said to them, I remember sending a Facebook message to um, uh, um, Sam Bain saying he's the best thing. Well, in he it. was a brilliant policeman in. in he was so good in it. Thing, yeah. And I, I, to me, because we're not like all precious actors, you go like, I'm not saying that I had any part to do with well, it. Well, we both also. I mean, you especially because you're a producer and director as well. You think, and I, I from a writing point of view, you genuinely go in there thinking slightly bigger than I just want this part sometimes and you think if you were right if, if you genuinely did this the right way you'd have this person and not me you know uh, no I'd rather for me always because we're not because we're not really active uh, okay any other any other writer who might have an idea mm. the same as yours I'd kill them <laughs> and I just wanted to die but yes. with, with that I think like he was so good in what we did he's mm. wasted he's like a wasted pilot mm. that he was so good in it and I'm glad he's doing that now yeah. because he's so he's brilliant yeah. and I'm so glad and, and the, the classes came out the other week and it was really nice to meet uh, um, um, Danny Boyle and even be in a room with him it was really yeah, nice yeah. to do and I know it got close or whatever but the fact is is that 
being a, as a um, when you when you audition people, audition people. Yeah, it's weird because you know you know who's right and who's not right. Yes, yes. And it's never about like they're rubbish. It's always like yeah, well, sometimes right. it is. But you know, well, some people are rubbish. Yeah, yeah. true. But, but on that, on that yeah. case, I remember thinking so. I'm not saying I'm I, I'm not claiming credit for casting him. No, I'm saying because there was. But singing, you knew you you. Well, no, no. What was really nice because I, I I emailed Sam Bain and said that it was really nice to do this today because I I really admire their work. And then I said he's really good. He went we're seeing him tomorrow. Yeah. And he's in it now. Right. And genuinely, he he is the best. That is his role for life. Yeah, yeah. And they have quite a. Uh, this is just going from personal experience, but I think they have quite a. Um, rigorous casting process Sam and Jesse I remember going up for a part in Fresh Meat and they were casting it for a very long time like they don't fuck about with their casting well, they, also, they, like, they try out everyone they give everyone a go and and they well, get also, through a well, lot of people also you know, it's weird isn't it, isn't it you know, in terms of, this is like this is actor talk guys and we're we're, we're going here now but I'm saying that <laughs> but um um you know, for, for that, you know, in that in that way, I don't feel that um, I'm not one of those people who goes, oh, I'm going to kind of hold people back for that mm. kind of reason because you've, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not that, we're <clears throat> not like we, me and Tony, guys listening, we're in a weird world, me and Tony, because we're not comedians, yeah, and we're not actors, we're yeah. in kind of this middle ground. Well, I would say I'm more of an actor than I am a comedian. These days, yeah. he's he's understanding himself because he's a very funny comedian, <laughs> but he he's just too scared to do live stuff, and and I I think Fresh we should do like I'm doing films with Tom Cruise. I know, but at the same time, you didn't like you didn't that with Tom Cruise, but at the same time, you, we're missing out on old dance and fuck off. Oh yeah, that's a shame. But I'm with Tom Cruise. I don't, <laughs> but I don't. I know, but I don't. But I don't want to be a director all the time. No, but you don't have to be. But you are, you guys. I quite like being an actor all of the time. I enjoy it. If that was all I ever had to do, you get a lot of acting parts. So I happily carry on doing that. Yeah, but but then I go like you do like you know, and it's funny about sirens and stuff like that. But for me, you go like I miss doing just being an actor. Yeah, easy work. Well, it's nice if you write, produce, direct, and are in your own stuff. Is the money as well that helps not not and BBC the control. 4 no not BBC 4 well that's yeah can I say one thing about BBC, the BBC on, on this programme it's unbelievable how brilliant they've been they've left you alone they really really everyone's like it's the BBC whatever whatever they say they basically said to me make this programme and mm. and not in a bad way the way it should be everyone goes on about the BBC oh executives do this do that yeah genuinely on this programme it hasn't even come out yet, but if it comes out and it is rubbish, then maybe someone will get the blame. It's on my shoulders. <laughs> no, but, no, but seriously, no, not in that way. They have been properly brilliant in this yeah. programme, where they've said, go ahead, do do the thing, mm. we trust you. Yeah, it's great. You That's got, the way it should be more often, I think. And and I think, that, so all this this whole idea of the idea that you know people like executives, blah, 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 bullshit yeah on my point of view they've been the best they've ever yeah. had you know so i would like to say before this comes out it's only january please blame me not the bbc <laughs> it's my fault uh, they'll take you up on that <laughs> well, they will, well. are we done i think we might be done you know what i'd like to say thank you if you are listening to this if you're bothering to this thank you for sticking out <laughs> waiting for it from this amount of time and, and before you get to the end i'll tell you now the director of the new Freddie Mercury film is... 